You're listening to Story Trails The Interviews, a micro-series that precedes the complete Story Trails series launch by Becky Stirrup. Oh no, I don't mind being interviewed. As long as you pay. It's not easy being on strike, you know. What was that? My name? Belinda, Bell for short. Job? Whew, don't have one, mate. Well, not at the moment. I mean, usually I jump out at the bridge and I demand a toll. That's good work for a troll like me. When we've got a bridge, that is. I mean, it's only blooming broken, isn't it? Folk are getting them pixies to ferry them across and apparently you can't demand a toll without a bridge. Bonkers! You want to talk about working conditions at a broken bridge? It's rubbish. So we're on strike. Humans are coming, are they? Ah. Oh, council not decided yet. (laughs) Well, that's typical, isn't it? Well, I suppose a bunch of humans roaming around would be okay. As long as they pay the toll, of course. I mean, otherwise, well, you know what trolls do to humans. You don't? Oh, I hoped you did. To be honest, I'm not sure what we're meant to do to humans. I'm going to have to have a think about that now. Oh, are you off, are you? Which, which, way, which way are you going? No, no, you can't go that way without paying at all. Uh, uh, no, you can't go the other way either. No, just hand your cash over. What do you mean you're not going to? No, it's not a bridge. That's not the point. You don't understand. It's not our fault that the bridge broke. I mean, uh, well, okay, so maybe it is a bit our fault that the bridge broke. I mean, it was almost entirely our fault. But come on. It's been ages since I've had a toll. Oh, come on. Don't run off. Oh, come on. You've been listening to Story Trails The Interviews, a micro-series that precedes the full series launch of Story Trails, The Ultimate Package Holiday, a podcast for grown-ups and children to enjoy together. This micro-series has been developed specifically to provide families with something fun to do during these tricky times. Each episode introduces a character from the Enchanted Realm, gives you a creative mission that, should you choose to accept, may result in your wonderful creations being displayed on the Story Trails website, and includes a chapter from the latest draft of my book, The Knotbird. Keep listening for this week's creative mission and the chapter from The Knotbird. This week's creative mission is to make or draw a troll bridge and send the pictures of your creations to info at storytrails.co.uk and visit www.storytrails.co.uk to see your bridges displayed. Keep listening for this week's chapter from The Knotbird. The Knotbird is intended for children from the ages of 8 to 10, but some younger and some older children may enjoy it. The story includes themes of family, separation, friendship and identity. Towards the end of the book, it also includes some violence and death. It is a journey of discovery and found family. These chapters are taken from the latest draft of the novel, and the published book will likely be a bit different from the one you hear here. 
I hope you enjoy the following chapter. The Knotbird, Chapter 4 Burrow watched Flodder take off. The Knotbird stretched his featherless wings and pirouetted up and away. The ungainly thing became graceful in the air. Burrow looked at his own chicks. Next to Flodder, their flight appeared clumsy. Burrow could feel his resentment build as he watched Flodder flit effortlessly past the trees, riding the air currents with ease. It wasn't natural for a chick to fly so far away and so often. Where did he go anyway? Without thinking why, Burrow took to the air and followed. As soon as Flodder was out of sight, he flew high above the trees, beating his wings as fast as he could, higher and higher towards the sun, until he was out of breath. He surfed air currents, turning his body slowly round, bathing in the warmth. Flodder closed his eyes and sighed, (sighs) lazily beating his wings now and again to shift with the wind. The image of the sun remained outlined against his lids, and Flodder was happy. Burrow strained to keep up with Flodder. He couldn't believe it when he saw the knotbird leave the cover of the trees to fly in the open sky. Leaving the tree line was forbidden. Burrow zipped between branches, watching as the knotbird flew ever further away. This was it. This was how Burrow would get rid of Flodder. As he turned to alert the colony... His heart sank. He had been so intent on following Flodder that he had not noticed when he, too, flew beyond the safety of the trees. He beat his wings as fast as he could, desperate to get back before anyone saw him. As he flew, he turned to look at Flodder high above, but something else flitted in the corner of his eye. A falcon. Burrow squawked and flew for the safety of the trees. Flodder felt the sun warming him all the way from his eyelids to the tip of his tail. He knew he wasn't supposed to leave the tree line, but the open air made him feel free. Then he heard it, a familiar squawk far below. He turned and the breath left him. Flodder recognised the speck of a bird and then he saw what had made Barreau cry out. A falcon was chasing him and he would not make it to the trees in time. Flodder folded his wings and dived towards the bird of prey. He dropped like a stone, not thinking of his own safety. He thought of Murchan rescuing the colony from the legendary squirrel attack many seasons ago. If there was one thing Flodder had learned, it was that the birds flocked together. Flodder sped towards the falcon. Burrow dodged and turned in panic, but the falcon dodged with him, turned with him. He was close to the trees, but the falcon was fast. Burrow's wings were a blur of motion, but it wasn't enough. He looked behind and saw the falcon almost on him. It stretched out its talons, and Burrow tensed to feel them slam into his body and curl round his heart. He closed his eyes. The falcon fell past him, and Burrow opened his eyes to see the beast beneath him falling to the trees with Flodder attached to its back, biting and clawing. As it fell, it turned to its attacker. The knotbird and the falcon plummeted together, dropping below the canopy. Burrow followed as fast as he could. Flodder had hit the falcon with such speed that he had dazed himself. The creature turned on him and their bodies twisted together as they fell. The falcon clawed him, Flodder bit back, a deep snarl gurgling inside him. The falcon began to panic as Flodder held on. 
It twisted and turned and finally pierced his tail with its talons. The bird cried its victory and flung flodder to the ground. Its eyes shone as it followed to feed. Flodder blinked rapidly and shook his head to try and clear the ringing sound from his ears. He saw the hunter above him, talons outstretched. The ringing grew louder until he couldn't stand it and he opened his mouth and screamed. The sound washed over him and he blacked out, an acrid smell of ash lingering in his nostrils. Barreau saw it all. He saw the falcon move in for the kill. He saw Flodder open his mouth and he saw the flame pour out with Flodder's scream. Afterwards, Burrow hopped about the knot birds' unconscious body, unsure of what to do. He could leave, pretend that he knew nothing, and Flodder would be gone. Burrow could move back to his nest with Chiru, and everything would be fine. Or would it? Chiru had grown fond of the creature, and the knot bird had saved his life. Burrow couldn't just leave Flodder. Could he? I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Story Trails, The Interviews, a micro-series that precedes the upcoming podcast Story Trails, The Ultimate Package Holiday. This episode was created and acted by Becky Stirrup. The wonderful music was provided by the very talented King Rich, and for a full list of sound effects and credits, please see the show notes. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. Remember, words are magic, and that's why putting letters in order is called spelling. Spelling.